This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk, here. And today, I finally got the guest of all guests. Desiree, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing swell. Thank you so much for making time for us today. And I just, your cosplays are some of my favorite just because of how much detail and work you put into it. I mean, you've done, you done, you've done some that are non-anime as well. I mean, you've done Rize, which was, which was great from Tokyo Ghoul. And you mm-hmm. also done uh, my sister. Oh man, I'm going to, I'm mad at myself for forgetting from the wild thornberries. Oh, Debbie. Debbie yes, yes. My girl, Debbie. Yeah, yeah. She's so awesome. Honestly, being able to do a Debbie cosplay was like a dream come true. Like a literally a childhood dream come true. Um, and I always felt like Debbie kind of like got a bad rap. Well, I realized it a little more as I got older um, because when I was a kid, I was like, ah, Debbie's kind of, she's kind of annoying. Like she's kind of a jerk. But uh, I, I, when I decided to do the cosplay, I started watching the Wild Born Fairies all over again. Okay. And I kind of realized that, I mean, Debbie had the right to be very upset. You know, <laughs> she had the right to have the attitude, just being like, pulled out of nowhere and like okay we're gonna go live in a camper and go like shoot stuff in the wild like and she didn't want to do it she didn't really have a choice that's what her dad wanted to do so um I tried to pay a little bit of homage to my girl no I, I love that and I love that you you embrace a character that you know you even rewatched the, the series and able to really find some kind of connection enough to want to cosplay a character because I feel like people yeah. think that cosplay is cheap or that it's um like in general thing is cheap or that is the easy thing to do i mean whether even if you did a even if you do a, a closet cosplay meaning you know you just get stuff off uh, out of your closet and you kind of put yeah. together something for a character um it's still a lot of time and work and then the makeup that i'm, I'm that i know you have to put into that i don't have to ever <laughs> do so it's like it's like things like that the time uh and dedication is so much so i was curious when did you get into cosplay like when did you start being like oh this is something interesting i want to explore and then when was it that you're like oh this is something i want to like start posting and and really getting into um i think uh probably around like maybe 2019 the beginning of 2020 when i i don't know i just got like a really big inspiration seeing a lot of other people just putting themselves out there with it Mm. so i was like you know what I love doing this also. So why not? Like, um, and so that's what kind of, you know, made me start doing it and start posting it a little bit more. Um, But it really just comes from like the love of anime, you know, and I think that it's where it all comes from. Jesus, the love of anime and any type of animation. And what when you when you first did it, do you remember what your first cosplay was? Um, Technically, my first cosplay was, I think, uh, it was a closet cosplay. Technically, was Blossom from the Powerpuff really? Girls. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It was an old one. Um, but I also did, I got an Akira jacket for a gift for Christmas. But I also got this pretty sweet Akira sweatsuit um, as a gift. You. So I closet cosplayed with both of those before I did that. But the one that I think I would say is like kind of a little more official would have to be Blossom from Powerpuff Girls. I love that. Mm-hmm. As a throwback, 
Um, oh, of course. Us both feel a lot older than I'm sure some of the audiences. And I love definitely, it but it's nostalgic for everyone, even for people now. You know, because the uh, Powerpuff Girls just came back Did on it? Cartoon Network, uh, R.I.P. Cartoon Network. But um, and it was still pretty good. It was very nostalgic. It was still pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it for us. Um, also, I definitely love again the effort you have to put into your cosplays and how much you do to make sure you resemble these cosplays or the characters that you're cosplaying as much as possible whether it's putting on wigs or is getting the clothes together or it's just straight up buying the cosplays and stuff one of your impressive you have a lot of impressive ones but one of the ones that i want to touch on is your tokyo ghoul cosplay for rize like what when did you do that? Like, when did you watch the series? Did you watch the series and then immediately wanted that cosplay? Or was that, like, something you had to build up to? No. Um, I actually watched the series, I think, when it first started coming out. I don't know the exact year, but that's when I started watching it. I think it was after at least the first season was out, and I um, rewatched the whole thing. Okay. And then uh, I kind of decided on the Rize cosplay because I was thinking of something for Halloween. And mm. I was just thinking of horror uh, and, I guess, gory animes in general. And, of course, you know, Tokyo Ghoul is very much up there with the blood and the gore. And so um, I always thought that Rize was a very interesting character, <laughs> um, for sure. And I thought I, she is only in there for a little bit um, as herself, but she has such a huge impact on everything that Kaneki does. So pretty much his entire life, you know, he pretty much kind of owes his life to her. Um, but yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do Rize, we're getting out the fake blood. <laughs> yeah, I love that you, I picked up earlier that you said, <clears throat> for something bloody. So are you a horror movie fan? Like is that, is horror horror? Like, are you a huge Halloween person? Like what's, what's the, what's the, <laughs> what's the psychology behind that? <laughs> Um, I do like horror movies. Honestly, like, I didn't like horror movies, or I did like them when I was a kid. Uh, they just scared the crap out of me. I like them more now. But I think the horror movie genre has kind of changed a lot. Um, but I think it's recycling back into more of like the slasher, gorier horror. And I think that's also pretty cool. Um, but it's also it's just nice to see where horror goes and how it circles back around uh to what it used to be just renewed forms that's fair that's a very political answer saying that you got <laughs> desensitized to how to how scared you used to be so i love, oh, I love that for you truly oh my god like the horror movies that i watched that as kid as a kid there was no way like someone should have been there telling me like a parent anyone like I, I had four brothers so they were pretty much encouraging it oh, yeah. um but yeah that's exactly what happened complete desensitization there we no, go that's okay that would be beating my ass too don't worry about it <laughs> um but yeah i'm looking you know and i also see a lot of your cosplays of so many cool characters like you have like we said um debbie we have rize we have, um, I want to say Marceline. I want to say Marceline. Marceline, the vampire queen. Yes. yes. I absolutely love Marceline. From of my, like, one of my favorite, I guess you would call Western animation shows, Adventure Time. Absolutely amazing in every single way, shape, and form. 
And I absolutely love Marceline and just the journey she goes on throughout the whole show while it being ridiculous, but also teaching you so many lessons. So good. You know, you're the only person, you're not the only person that likes Adventure Time, but you're the only person that spoke about Adventure Time in a way that made me actually want to watch it. You articulated yourself very well there. Please do it. I mean, everyone should do it. Adventure Time is such an amazing show through and through from start to finish. It's it's so good. So please right. do watch I'll it. Make sure, I'll make sure I'll make sure to put <laughs> notes for that. Um, And when I get when I neglect all my responsibilities because I binged it too much, I want to have I want to point the blame to you for sure. Um, Not me. But also, I'm very curious about you know, again, these, especially Marceline as a whole, is a is a huge makeover process that from anyone who knows a character. And I was super curious, like, what is the process like for you? Like, first, I guess at the start, like, what makes you want to cosplay a character? And then walk me through, like, the process of having to get ready for that character and, like, the shoot and everything. Because you do a lot. It's a lot from just uh, wanting to do it to actually executing it. <laughs> Um, I guess I don't I it doesn't really seem like a lot to me. But like, when you think about it, it is it is pretty much a lot. And uh, for Marceline, specifically, it was a lot because it was the first body paint uh, cosplay I've ever done. And I don't think I've done one since. Um, but I do plan on doing uh, Princess Bubblegum, maybe by the end of the year. But that one was just so hard. Well, I started because I really liked Marceline as a character. Um, and I wanted to do something that was would kind of be, I thought, easy for me. <laughs> and and then right. I overthought. Yeah, right. I completely overthought and uh, overestimated or underestimated how much work I had had to go into it. Um, but yeah, so I kind of when I chose Marceline, I was like, all right, uh, I did a little bit of research. I usually go on like Instagram, I'll go on TikTok and I'll like, I'll see, and I'll kind of like research myself. It's like, oh, okay, this is how some people did it. This is how some people did it. And I was like, hmm. Then I just kind of find my own way or my own vision in my head and how I would like to pull it off. Um, and with Marceline specifically, I did one day of just like practicing with the full body, uh, full body paint, which was insane. Um, to actually try to like perfect and get things down and uh, kind of finding shapes and contouring your face yeah. with like uh, different things that you wouldn't usually contour your face with. Um, so yeah, it's a whole process, but uh, it doesn't have to be so drawn out. You don't have to be so intricate. And I think that's what the one of the best things about cosplaying is it doesn't have to be that intricate. You like, you don't have to do the body paint. You could do just like a Marceline outfit and people would still get it. You know, people would still understand what you're trying to do. Um, and there's just different forms and different stages, so. Today's sponsor is RiceUpAnime.com. Do you know a silent voice, one of the best anime films I've seen had a manga? Well, RiceUpAnime.com set your boy a copy of the collector's edition and my goodness, this thing is gorgeous. Not only are the panels incredibly detailed, there are some panels that are so detailed, I just feel like you can't copy the animation. That's why you need this manga. And the cover for the complete collector's edition is quite frankly one of the best covers I've ever seen in manga, especially for a collector's edition. So what are you doing? Use the link right now, head over to riseofanime.com and start your manga buying journey today.
You say that. You say that. But I'm looking at your IG right now at, at on real time. <laughs> no. And you put, a lot, you put a lot of effort <laughs> um, into all of these. And it seems like you've been doing it for uh, a minute. And you can just tell how much you love and embrace these characters. I just realized that we've been to like all the same cons and we've never we've never seen each other that's hilarious that's for a different time though uh, <laughs> come on now come that's on. I, want, I want the record <laughs> be straight that is definitely her fault it's definitely not my fault um you don't do that how could you just throw me under the bus like I, that you know i was like i got i gotta do I it for, we with boys. i gotta do it for my self-conscious oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but um speaking of cons they're really chaotic so as and the signal's always bad no matter where you go. Um, you could be right next to a cell tower and you'll still get no signal, no yeah, nothing. none of that matters. So, none of that matters. Um, <laughs> when did you start going to cons? And then when did it become a thing where you're like, okay, I gotta really actively like I really want to ooh, let's go to this con, let's like book the hotel, the flight or drive or stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. when did that process happen for you? Um, it really happened. Well, I think the first con that I legally got into was um, Anime NYC last year. <laughs> you like how I said that, right? Sure. No. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but uh, a few years prior, I had a friend um, sneak me into, because I used to live in Maryland, I had a friend sneak me into the, um, the rave of KatsuCon. Mm. And that's the only thing I went to. I just went to the rave to like see my friends. So like, uh, well, I don't even want to like say the details, but like, you yeah, <laughs> I know I'm not going to, but, but we, but we understand, and, you know what I'm saying? We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're you here. get it. You yeah. That. You understand what I'm saying, but yeah. So that was the first one I was kind of introduced to, but the first one I actually was like, all right, I want to do this. And I actually cosplayed for was anime NYC last year. Um, and that was insane. It was an absolute ball. I had so much fun. Um, It was very overwhelming. Also, for like a first con, it was very, very overwhelming. Oh, that was your first? My very first. Like, the very first. And I decided to cosplay as well. I didn't even, like, I didn't even try to make it to any panels because I was just so overwhelmed by everything. I was just like, I wanted to take every single part of it in, like, and I just wanted to be there to experience everything. So, yeah. That's fair. No, as someone, as a fellow Marylander, I completely understand uh, the <laughs> yes. hype and love for KatsuCon and, you know, being able to, the, the fact that you're able to enjoy it in any aspect was, is really cool yeah. to, to enjoy and now as a New York City brat again, because I was born here <laughs> as a New York City brat again. Oh, it's uh, it's nice to be able to go. You know, Anime NYC was really nice to go to, and going again for me personally this year will be interesting because last and Anime NYC is like my third con, and I don't even make it sound like I've been to two other big. That was my first like, hey, this is a the anime like this is a anime convention. Yeah, the other two was like very. I went to like a Blur con. My first ever was Blur con last year. Um, oh, but I heard Virginia. that was dope. It was uh, it was definitely some, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a uh, very small compared, like it was super small compared to like Anime NYC or like especially got Katsu Cons, uh, its own beast. And then going just coming back from uh Anime Week in Atlanta, 
Yes. Oh my God. I've been seeing all the pictures. Everyone looks amazing. Oh, I I would definitely, that's on my list also of things that I definitely am trying to go to, but I'm making a list of cons that I'm going to try to make it to within the next like couple years. Don't know if I'm going to be able to hit them all, but like, I'm very we're going, excited. We're going to get you there. We're going to get, we're going oh, to get you there. Oh, of course. Well, we got to meet up at Anime NYC, so oh, come are you, on now. Oh, you going this year? Yes, I am. Just right. uh, Friday and straight. Saturday. I yes. want the record straight. I, but I was the one that I initiated this, okay? So you, oh, that's, that's now crazy. you got to do something. <laughs> I like that. You, you flipped it back on me. Respect. Respect. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it's it's a. I mean, MMYC, because I told myself, all right, let me. And my MMYC was the first con like I bought tickets for. I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna go. But then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me like slowly prepare myself. Cause I did like the influencer batch last year, which good for me. But like I was really over my head, kind of like I, you know, that was just a bad idea for someone who's never been to a convention ever. Right. <laughs> uh, so I was like, all right, let me go and do like some small stuff. So I did Blurred Con, my first ever. And that, that was in the summer last year. And then I did um, Baltimore Comic Con, which was around this time last year. And then um, then I went to MNYC. So I did like a small little like. Yeah, you built up. Yeah. And I, yeah, because <laughs> I was, I was, it was cooked. It was a lot of people. <laughs> it was cold as hell, especially that so Friday. So many people. So freaking cold. Like I had no idea. I had literally just moved to New York. Like I I had like a regular kind of winter jacket for Maryland winters, but like New York winters, they are a whole, You're gonna yell a whole at me. different character. You gotta yell at me for this, right? So I didn't <laughs> I didn't know we had like the same life trajectory at this point. So that's <laughs> hilarious. So I never bought a jacket, like I don't have a winter coat. I don't mm. own one. I, ne- I didn't even own one in Maryland. I just put layers on, bro. Because that's all you needed in Maryland. Just like a couple layers you and you're good. Like a good hat, a good scarf, like some some gloves or Literally. something like that. And you're good. Literally. Ne- that would never fly in New York. Don't even try to come up here with that because it's not gonna fly I, at all. Sir, so get yourself cold. a jacket. <laughs> not nah, so like... Cold. <laughs> It's like bone chilling cold. It's a whole different it's type bad. of cold. It's yeah, bad. it, it yeah. hits me to my bones. But to, to be fair, so I was born. I was born in New York City, moved around a bit, then end up in a desert for a couple of years, and then moved to Maryland. So <laughs> okay. I didn't, you know. So that's where the no jacket came from, and I was just yeah. Naturally... You came from the desert, so you're yes. like, it's cool. <laughs> so then I moved back to New York, and now I'm like, yo, it's it's cold as fuck. It's, it's I forget wow. Like, how cold more the east coast gets compared to maryland yes. where it's like bipolar weather um every day you never know what you're gonna get in maryland even in the winter like you really don't know but you know what you're getting in new york sir come on now no nah, come I on shout, shout out to <laughs> shout out to montgomery county and pg county um, yes let's go southern maryland we here right outside of dc um, my there's boy people. there's I'm, people out there in southern maryland i didn't know southern maryland was like i thought it was a myth it's a <laughs> yes, it's a thing, and people actually live there as much as they try to get out. There's yes. still people there. No, well, hey, no made, Southern Maryland's not bad. I no, did, but um, I'm happy to be here. Honestly, I'm really happy and blessed to be in New York. Uh, I love it yeah, here, truly. Look at you campaigning for New York like you're the governor. Hey, I love that for you. Hey, <laughs> um, but no, I think, and I 
me personally, I've been to some West Coast cons now. They're cool. They're great. They make you want to like live there. Awesome. Everything. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's nothing that beats the East Coast convention. I, I just, I'm sorry. I just think the East Coast conventions are more lit. Just mm-hmm. the, the people just different. It's just a different yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never been to a West Coast con, but I imagine it being like kind of chiller. You know, I feel like in the East Coast, it's always a party. It's always like big and loud. And I love it like that. I agree. And I I, I just, it's just so, it's such a vibe. And it's just so different from from different kind of uh, conventions I've been to. And I, that's why I love the East Coast. It, also, we get to experience seasons. When you live in the desert, you do not do that at no. all. Um, <laughs> it's quite terrible. But running on the end of the show, so now it's time for a fun mini game I'm doing this season. Where <laughs> I'm sweating. I love this. Literally sweating. <laughs> I love this. Uh, where I ask you some rapid fire questions and you answer it. You can just say skip if you can't think or you don't want to answer the question, which is all fair. Sound good to you? Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll see if you we'll see if you can get past this. <laughs> oh, no. um, all right. So first question is, what is your favorite candy? Um, my favorite candy, I guess it would have to be like mini Snickers. That's crazy. What is your, <laughs> what is your least favorite candy? Um, probably Peeps or candy corn. Everyone's least favorite candy. Anyone who's been on this podcast for a long time knows how much I love Peeps and how much that Desiree just completely shattered my reality. Candy corn is nasty as fuck though. People who only hate life eat candy oh. corn. So that's fine. Peeps, I, I, Peeps is crazy, but I'll, I'll, I'll respect what? it because he said candy corn is nasty. Because yeah, it truly is. I didn't even think Peeps. I think you're hearing things. There, next see, question. That's why the best. <laughs> um, next question is favorite anime character. Oh God, don't do this to me. I have to. I, I couldn't even answer you right now. I have so many. Um, Oof. That sounds like a skip. Is that is that a skip? It is. It is. Okay. Least favorite anime character. Shatter some souls. You, I don't, oh my God. You're killing me. I love it. You're really killing me because I, I can't even, I'm drawing a blank, can't even think of one, but I do remember and I completely forgot her name, but it's the one girl from S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Everybody knows. The Rising um, of Shield Hero. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Forgot oh, her name, but her name. everyone knows who it is without spoiling anything. Okay, good, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um, favorite cosplay that you put on? Um, favorite cosplay that I've put on. It would actually probably. It's the longest, and as much as I bitched about it, it would have to probably be my Marceline cosplay. I love, love it to death. I love the emotion that you put in the picture mm-hmm. too, so you can tell you really love it. Um, mm-hmm. Least favorite cosplay day you've put on it could just be like it's just hard to get into or like stuff like that um well <laughs> it's it's really just because it was the wig like my Aki wig the what I had really? to do to get his little spike to sit up was absolutely yeah, insane it, is. it was pretty crazy like if I could if I could show you all the bobby pins that I had taking out of there it's crazy I love but that, I do bro. love Aki and I do love that cosplay. Hate the wig. Great. Um favorite chainsaw man character. Ah, uh, it's a tie between Himino and Angel Devil, my sweet, sweet That's on brand sweet, for you. 
Yes, that very sweet sense. babies. I love both of them to death. Uh, I would do anything for them. <laughs> Least favorite Chainsaw Man character? Uh, do we have to say it? Yeah, we, do. we even got to say it. Yeah. It's it's Makima, of course. Of course. We we love to hate her. That's what it really is. Okay, that's see political, political answer. I love that <laughs> for you. Um last question is out of all the anime in this world that you've watched over the years, your favorite, number one, and your least favorite that you watched. One that you're like, nah, this is not for me, bruh. This is still, well, um, just because I can say that I love the entire series as it is, I would say JoJo's uh, would definitely be like, yeah, it would be one of my favorite. I have never done a JoJo's uh, cosplay, which I want to, but as an entire series, it's so stacked. Like, I can't really say anything bad about any season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say I have to say my favorite is JoJo's and my least favorite. I don't come on, but I didn't know. I know what's in there. I I, I see it. I see it. You I see, see it in there. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay if it's one piece. I really can't. I oh my god. You know you want to know something? I haven't even started it. Haven't well, that's even all the time we started. have. That's all the time we have. <laughs> uh thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate all your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, no, of course. You do such great work and you're such a kind person. And so definitely to have you on and to be able to, you know, express and show your love for anime and cosplay mm-hmm. is a must. But with that being said, where can the people find you on the internet? This is your time to self-promote yourself. <laughs> I'm just going to give you my link tree because my names are all over the place, but it's link tree slash D-G-M-H. You can find everything I have right there. One place. You got it. I love that for you. Great, clean mm-hmm. is great effort. So I don't have to edit like five <laughs> different names on top of your head. Nope, that's um, it. Just hit the link tree. <laughs> and y'all can find me everywhere at wholesome underscore monk. And if you listen to this podcast where you watched it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.